Hello and welcome to the Even Me podcast. This is More Speaks. And you girl, Kim. <laughs> and today, uh, Kim got us a new topic. So today the topic is the higher your standards are, the more you disqualify people. The more people you disqualify. You can say disqualify. Yeah, so I'll start first because I was thinking about it while she was doing her little setup. Um, and we, we kind of spoke about an analogy already, and I'll let her talk about that. But I, I think... Um, like the higher standards will be more like your qualifications on what you're looking for in a person, in a relationship, in a, I guess, a soulmate, if you want to call it that. Um, I feel like it's not so much that you disqualify them. You don't see them as the the mate or the, the perfect attraction or the perfect person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, which is a good thing. I mean, you want to disqualify people that's not going to fit your lifestyle, fit your family, fit your, you know, your, your goals and your future, you know, whether you plan to have more kids or you plan to, you know, adopt or anything like that. You want to have that person, you know, full mind, full body, you know, full, you know, you want them to be fully yours and, and not, you know, like we said in the, in a past midway in another relationship, you know, so you want to disqualify those that, don't meet those expectations or your qualifications because there's no point of dealing with someone and six months down the line you find out that that's not the person for you or or maybe you know they won't fit you know your family lifestyle because you know once you have kids the first thing you think of is your kids and, and how that person's going to mesh in your life and you know whether they live with you or not you mm-hmm. know one day or another they're going to meet this person and and they're going to have to approve as much as you approve unless you just say fuck it and just you know start the relationship so go ahead kim you, you can go now I'll oh look. i can go yeah, oh i, I can I, go I, now yeah. it's just like just like a gemini Oof. you know because um this came from i don't know what it was i think i want to i was looking at something on youtube no 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 Instagram maybe and they was just talking about the the higher you set your standards not like oh I gotta have somebody making six figures you know because come on I mean that's just you you're not probably at your best but the higher you set your standards what you allow people to put you through and go through and what you're allowed or allowing yourself to go through so the higher you set those standards that's being career you know, are, are you going to let people at your job, you know, you know what you're talking about. You're going to let them make a fool of you. And sometimes I'm guilty of this. Is like, I think that I have to, you know, snap back all the time. And I don't, you know what I'm saying? Because every snake don't need their head cut off. Because some of those snakes, their venom, like we talked about earlier, that venom, I may need that venom to make me stronger. Every, every bite doesn't kill you. You know what I'm saying? So it teaches you to learn to shift in different directions. So the higher I stand, my, set my standards, the more, the less that I'm going to take and deal with. So I, you know, stemming from that, as I was thinking, I'm like, hmm, the higher I set my standards, I'm like, I'd rather have an empty bed. <laughs> An empty bed is better 
than dealing with a bed full of lies and deceit. Mm. I'm telling you that, you know, my standards now, my standards is I don't want to deal with no bullshit. I don't want to deal with no drama. I don't want to deal with none of that. That's, that's either personal or professional. I'm not giving you, even though I fell off this week a little bit, I'm not giving my whole self because it takes so much from me. So my standards is I don't want to deal with anybody that got some, you know, some health issues, mentally health issues that they don't want to work out. I don't want to deal with anybody saying I am who I am. Okay, cool. That means that you don't want to change. So slide to the left. I say that a lot. Huh? I say that a lot. You don't. I bet you didn't change. You have changed. You know that from from the what was it six years I've known you or more than six years. You totally changed a lot. Don't even act like that. But <laughs> yeah, don't even act like that. You're the same person six years ago. You're not. I can see I would, that. I wouldn't say I'm the same person. I would yeah. say I'm. Since I'm not bouncing around, I'm I'm more committed. You know, there's not. A lot of distractions out there as 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 it was before that is yeah. correct but so the, that's the thing people go through things and they don't take it as okay yeah i went through this big downsize this setback or this fall or whatever every test that we go through in life is a testimony that's what god want to set us up for and people don't know that the, the harder it comes toward you the bigger the testimony would be you just have to get out the bitterness so i don't want to deal with anybody that they think because the situation they've been through oh that's that's what i am or i ain't changing and fuck this fuck that so if i stay that way you're gonna say that if i stay this this what what they call us bitter black woman if i stay as if i sound like what i sounded like to you when i came we came on the phone tonight wouldn't you be like, God damn, you sound like that six years ago. Now you may get that sporadically out of me every once in a while. And it has to be something that compiled together that, you know, got me to to be that way. But I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. If somebody got to come in my bed or I'm in the bed with somebody or cutty buddy, whatever, I don't want to deal with your lies, your, your uh, deceit. And especially for somebody don't want to change, because if you've never been cut, and you don't want that cut to heal, you won't cut me. So I don't, I don't, nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I would say, yes, I've said I am what I am or, you know, not in the situation you say it, but, you know, it's like, okay, let's say me and my fiance, we've been in this relationship 10, 12 years, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I do certain things. Let's say, okay, let's let's put the gaming aspect in. I'm an avid gamer. You know, I got machines worth, you know, a couple of grand because I game, right? Mm-hmm. And then I do, you know, editing, you know, do the edit the podcast and all that. So I have to have a computer that can do all that. So yes, you know, I'm going to spend money on that because, you know, that's, that's what I do. You know, mm-hmm. and you can't just out the blue and say, well, you know, why you game so much? Well, when you met me, I was a gamer. Mm-hmm. It hasn't changed. So don't try to change me. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like you go into a relationship 
and you meet somebody and they're a drinker, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to change from that point till the middle of the relationship or towards the end, unless, you know, it becomes an issue like a health issue or something like that. Yes, mm -hmm. that person may drink less, you know, but they're not going to stop drinking. It's just mm -hmm. like a, a woman beater. If he's a woman beater, when you first start and you think, oh, I'm going to give him kids and maybe he'll change. No, it, it's just going to get worse because if you have issues, you know, with, with, with the relationship in the beginning, it's just going to get worse. You know, relationships, yes, they get better, but they get worse too, depending mm -hmm. on the persons, the attitudes, the, the, the type of vibes, you know, the, the culture that you guys have, you know, built together is just going to either get worse or it's going to get better depending on the people involved in the relationship. So I, I mean, I've always said this, if, if you're a drinker, you're a casual drinker, you're a casual drinker, you're not a drunkard, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you, if you find this person pissy drunk every freaking day, you know, mm -hmm. or the first thing on their mind when they when they get off of work is getting drunk, then you know that person's not going to change. It, it's just going to continue. I mean, I had a friend that it's crazy because this guy, you know, used to drink all the time, and, and I felt bad for him because his job was a minimal job at, we, when we were working at St. Luke's, and he ended up getting fired. And the reason, the way he got fired was we had this big old fire. It wasn't really a fire. Someone burnt popcorn and it set off all the alarms. And we're at St. Luke's. So, you know, them, they sent like the full-blown fire department out there and everything. And like all the managers run down there. Me as an engineer, I had to run to, to the fire because I was on call that day. And when I got there, I could smell it on him, you know, and, and I could always smell it on him. But me and him were like always away from everybody doing, you know, our normal duties. But this day he had to be there with me because he was the on-call person as well. So mm -hmm. one of the managers smelled it on him and he called another manager because, you know, two people have to smell it in order to, you know, say something about it. It's just like most companies, you know, that's the way it is, especially with alcohol. So, I mean, they ended up firing this dude and I felt bad because I told him, I was like, man, because he used to spray a shitload of cologne thinking it's going to hide it. You know, it's just like alcohol and cologne and and you sweat so damn much, you know, it just gets worse. Mm -hmm. So that day, you know, I saw my side, you know, because it was almost uh, time for me to go home. Because normally when you work that shift, you, you get off at four. So he got fired like around three and he was still around because his brother worked at the company, but he was in a different department. Like he wasn't like part of St. Luke's. He was part of like the cleaning company or something. Mm -hmm. So. I saw him outside and I was like, man, you want to ride home? Cause I knew where he lived. You know, he lived, you know, right off the street. I was like, I'll take you home. You don't have to ride the bus. Cause that's another thing. He rode the bus. So he took him home and I was like, you know, you want me to drop you off? Cause I knew where his apartment was. Cause I dropped him off a few times before, you know, if we work late, I would drop him off. I was like, you want me to drop you off at your apartment? He's like, no, just drop me right here, man. My friends are waiting for me. So I dropped this dude off at the liquor store. <laughs> Like you just got fired from the liquor store. I mean, from, from the company and, and, and you go straight to the liquor store, I guess, you know, and ever, ever since that, I'd never seen him again. I was like, you know, I don't put myself 
like I've, I told you before, I don't put myself in in situations with people like that. Like if if I try to help you, I'm going to help you once. And after that, you know, I can't. If you're going right to the addiction, you know, right after you're getting fired from a good, decent job, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't help you anymore. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, and I would give him some money here and there because, you know, he, he, he made less than me. So I would, you know, give him 20 bucks or whatever. You know, I didn't never ask him for, for him to pay me back because, you know, I felt we were pretty cool. He was from New York. I was from New York and, you know, I was just trying to help him. But, you know, ever since then, I, I didn't. I didn't want to deal with him. And, and I mean, I got a couple of other stories, you know, with me supervising techs, but I don't want to get myself fired. So, well, I'm not. <laughs> you no more, but, but yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the relationships, you know, you can base, you know, relationship life, you can base your family life, you can base everything and, and everything you have to disqualify certain people because you don't want to deal with the same thing over and over like I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing of it is like um, I had to I can't I couldn't blame anybody. You know, I tell my cousin when I talk to her a lot, I don't blame anybody because, you know, first thing you know, the other cousin, the other cousin. <laughs> but, you know, and I tell her, like, you know, women, that's the first thing we want to do is blame the dude. I can't do that any longer. I can't blame them. I can only blame me. Because what I settled for, it actually set, it led me to the suffering I went through. So I settled. My standards wasn't, they was below or whatever. Somebody, I guess it was that little attention. So you get this little attention or whatever, and it's good. And not and missing that people don't try to fix themselves or correct themselves. They just find other victims. So I was a victim. So, you know, I was a victim of dealing with uh, all the suffering I dealt with, you know what I'm saying? And I put that on myself, you know? I knew it wasn't healthy for me. I knew it wasn't good for me. And I had to figure that out because that's all I knew, you know? So did family, you, did, I'm sorry, as I cut you go off. Ahead. Did you feel comfortable in the in the situation and that's why you stayed there or no, was, I, it, I would, was it that you were just used to it? I was used to it. You know what I'm saying? You When you used to like, um, it becomes familiar, like your routine every day. You know, your routine is every day. Get up, brush your teeth, wash your face, comb your hair, get dressed. That's your routine, right? So the, it, it became so routine. This is what I went through as a little girl. This is what I went through in my 20s. I went through in my 30s and the beginning of my 40s. And it just became routine for me. And then I went back when since I moved. Uh, the last two months, right? I went back through all these folders. I never throw stuff away, and that's a problem too. But I found a lot of folders. I mean, I'm talking about when I was, I think these folders from 2019. And two different guys I deal with between 2019 and now. And I read what I wrote. I was just journaling or just writing something in, that was going on in my mind at that time. Mm-hmm. And each time, you know, you're going to sit here and say, what am I doing? I'm I'm asking myself, like I was working my overnight job, my second job at that time. I was asking myself, what am I doing? I'm not feeling this. And then that was like 2019, 2020. Then I looked at another one from 23 to the right before the first date of 2024 or 2022 or something like that all the way to the begin, right before we get to 2024. And I asked myself the same goddamn long questions 
but a different dude. All I did was switch up and went to the same thing, you know, somebody thinking, making you feel less than. And I know a lot of people say, well, I can't make you feel that type of way. Shit, yes, you can. One minute you show me just enough to get me where you need me to be and then crush me. Like, I was told I couldn't, <clears throat> both of them, you know, let me just say both of them did. I couldn't buy a house. My credit wasn't good. I don't make any money. <clears throat> God said, okay, Kim, you took that. I'm going to take your ashes and turn it to beautiful. You know, I'm going to take those ashes and make it beautiful for you. And I didn't know what that meant. So as I'm going, those two years of listening to this guy said, God with this guy, the same thing. It's just different, uh, the different mechanism they used and the different mannerism they used. One may not yell, but he said it. The other one yelled it. Uh, so I, I did this. I purchased a home. I make the money. You know what I'm saying? I got the credit. And all that happened overnight. It was just like, I waddled in that mess. I felt so bogged down, so insecure about everything I done, you know, did, everything. Everything I had to rethink, I overthought because I thought I wasn't doing it right. Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I heard this from my mom. I'm not good enough. I hear this from this dude. Oh, you got this issue. You know what I'm saying? You got a mole here. That's the issue. Or all that kind of stuff kind of allowed me to become that person that just settled for my own suffering. You know, and I can't put any on anybody. And people are like, why did you do that? Man, everybody has their own suffering. They just don't see it, right? You deal with a person, you may not see that that person is actually causing you some turmoil because you're thinking, okay, I got 40% of the good. It, it can kind of outweigh the 60 of the bad. Mm. It doesn't because all you're doing is building on that 40. You, you put patting it in. Okay, it's good. It's good. Let me just go here. I'm going to do this a little bit more. I'm going to try to get them to conform to what it is that I need them to do. Or, okay, I want them to celebrate me or her to celebrate me. Let me do this. No, it's a willingness. And, and, and it's, it's if that person is willing to do this, they're not. You're trying to make them to do it. And you're thinking there's something wrong with you. No, it's not nothing wrong with you. It's something wrong with them. And, and I'm not going to tell anybody to leave a significant other. You have to figure that out for yourself. But I should have been gone out of both of them relationships a long time ago. I should have gone because reading all the... I, the 10-year relationship, 11-year relationship, I have six or seven journals. Just like three sentences that I wrote. Okay, I'm, oh God, I'm not feeling this. Why am I here? I'm giving, I'm doing, I'm knowledge. Then this other one, it wasn't even nothing but two years. But she was for two years. I got three three journals of hell I went through. Of hell. You know what I'm saying? So men ever read your journal? No, nah, they they never read it. They might be on this podcast stalking us and looking at the podcast, but they know who they are. They know who they are. They 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 know they 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 up and disappeared and they may pop back. But 2024, I don't have that type of love even though you kind of regret you'd be like i want to be with you. you know i, I could hear like, 2024 huh 24 the stress is out the door yes so if i hear you and you talk about me and janelle having a dinner you know sometimes you sit back and be like i'll sit back and be like 
oh, I want that or whatever. But then I don't want to go through the bullshit that I went through to try to get what y'all have when y'all have, oh, you know, I have date night or we went out and had fun or whatever. You know what I'm saying? When you talk to what's, what works for you and Janelle, I don't have that same person. You know what I'm saying? Janelle, different person. You a different person. Y'all work through whatever. All that kind of stuff. You don't have a drinking problem. You don't have a money issue. You know, like y'all both mesh. At least you so, don't know. And I mean, I'm just saying, I just can celebrate. Okay, one day I will get that. I just have to celebrate y'all's. Oh, that's cute. That's nice. And sit back and wait on months. Because what's y'all turn is y'all turn, not my turn yet. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I, when I, I rush it, that's the problem. Because you don't want to rush into a relationship or be like, that's what I want. So you go find the first thing, you know, just like we talked in the last podcast, you know, don't, don't go falling for the first thing. Make sure it's the right one. And, and, and what you're going back to what you were saying, you know, when you, you're, when you're in the relationship and you're, I guess, blinded by the mirrors, blinded by the smoke and the mirrors and, and things like that, you don't see that. Sometimes it takes that, that person on the outside to say hey you know what that relationship is not good for you or maybe he's treating you wrong and maybe you don't see it maybe you're, you're blind and you're like well i love him i'm trying to make this work you know don't mess it up you know and, and things like that you know I, I i think i've been in a relationship like that with someone says <laughs> you know i think she's trying to control you you know she's doing this or that you know you know and it takes that that person that's not in the relationship to say something and we've been saying this for a while you know it sometimes it takes someone not in you know in conjunction of, of the relationship because you know you don't want like a sister you don't want like a, a brother on either side because mm -hmm. they they may take your side because they're your brother or sister or they may take his side because they're brother sister or cousin you know you want somebody on the outside looking in someone who has like a biased opinion not like your best friend because that's that's i think that's the the worst place to get you know information from because like we said before you know those people may be sad and they may try to lead you in the wrong path or you know try to steer you away because they're feeling a certain type of way so i think sometimes you need like a unbiased opinion from someone to tell you hey I don't think that's that's a good step. I don't think that's a good person. Or maybe if they tell you, I know this guy, I know this girl, and they're not, you know, they're not who they say they are. Maybe they're put it, putting that facade in front of you because they, they're trying to win you over. And then, boom, six months down the line, five months down the line, you know, the smoke and mirrors are gone. Now the real person comes out and you feel you you find out because you guys were living together that maybe they are an alcoholic. Maybe they, you know, they they have another woman. They have, you know, a whole nother relationship, a whole nother kid somewhere that, you know, they're not telling you about. So I think sometimes you need that that opinion from someone, you know, and and, and like people people do. They get, you know, two or three opinions you know, just like a medical issue, you know, you want to get the most opinions and find out, you know, what the actual deal is before you fully commit. Cause like you said, two years in a relationship, you got three journals and I mean, 
I don't want to say it like this, but you know, what, what has panned out from that? Nothing really, because now, you know, you're, you're by yourself, you're dealing with wounded ducks, you know, and, and you want to find, I think for you, I say in this year, you've already achieved so much to this point. Now you have to pre-qualify and qualify people to be in your life. You know, you, you have to feel that way. And, and like I told you before, like I feel like for a long period of time, like I don't care if a woman comes talk to me or tries to holler, tries to give me her number. I know what I have at home and, and I know I don't want to leave that. So you have to, you know what you have at home. You have your kids, you have your house. You don't want anything to ruin that, you know, and, and, and right now you have the peace of mind that you're home alone. You may not, well, not home alone, you have kids, but you don't want someone in your bed that's going to mess the other side of the bed up. You want them to complete the bed, you know, complete you, you know, because you can just, you can do all this by yourself. You don't need this person. I mean, yes, eventually you're going to, you want a relationship. You want to do the go out thing. You want to you know, go out and, and, and have fun, you know, maybe take the kids with you and things like that. But don't go looking for it and find the wrong person and start that whole cycle again, because that's all that's going to start. So mm-hmm. I, I 100% say, you know, yeah, this year, you know, you may want to just kind of pre-screen everybody and scrutinize who you select at this point. Yeah, it's like, how can I say it? And I don't want to say it like that, you know what I'm saying? But think about it. If uh, uh, you fire somebody and you hire them right back, they wasn't a good employee at the, the, the at the beginning when you at, before you fired, right? Mm-hmm. So why would you hire that person back? And that's how I think now in my life, you wasn't a good person to me at all. Yeah, you had some good traits, but think about all those other traits that I had to deal with when I wasn't sleeping, my mind was wandering, my mind was just, you know, all over the place. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm shit. I'm Chick-fil-A. I'm never going to hire you back. I'm sorry. You know, I'm not going to, I don't want you to come dealing back in my life. And definitely, even though you think about it and that's just dealing with narcissists, you start thinking about, oh, is they going to change for the other person? Are they going to do this for the other person? That'd be me in every relationship that I love or with, with, with parted ways or whatever. I would think, oh, man, he's going to do better. I wanted him to do this for me. Is he going to do that for that person? I don't give a freaking shit no more. Because the devil always raises his little head. Always. Always. You didn't change when you had first woman second woman third woman fourth fifth six maybe you'll change because you're old now you had no choice to yeah but there's still some stuff that that's gonna rise so i i, I feel like chick-fil-a put their 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 uh their employees at a standard and that's what i'm doing with anybody so you know you and janelle got to be on my first date when i go on a real date so <laughs> It's going to be in spring, so just know when I go on a real date, I'm coming on that side of town. Okay. So they can't follow me. They can't follow me home. Yeah. So tell Janelle, like, I got her anything she needs for me to take care of her. Boom. But she got to go. You know, she's going to get her biased opinion. You know, she's going to be like, "Uh -uh. uh-uh. 
She's opinionated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, so, but yeah, no, I, I just, I'm not settling. I'm not settling to suffer this year. I settled so long just to suffer. And I'm not doing that. Anytime my mind get to wondering, oh, what are you doing? Is he thinking about me? Oh, I should go ahead and text and call. Hell no, nah. I'll be like, God, come on. Touch this mind. Yeah, I put my hand, pray on my mind. God, remove that thought. Yeah, that, that that tends to happen, and 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 that's that's your mind wondering, and 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 thinking, you know, maybe this person will be okay to talk to, but then when you really start talking to them, you see it's it's the same shit, different day. Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful, and and it's like when you get drunk, you know, people start drunk texting, they just start texting right <laughs> it's, it's the same it's the same situation but like you said that person didn't change during the relationship you know mm-hmm. to keep you there so what's what makes you think that a few months apart or a year or two apart is going to change the situation i don't think anything's really going to change mm-hmm. they would have to like you know come to god and and, and really re- revamp their life you know, mm-hmm. them just telling you they change. I don't, I don't, I doubt it, you know. Yeah, because it, it's tough the, for certain people to change. Yeah, you seen how I was tonight. Sure, I think that, I mean, <laughs> I was, you know, I changed for a couple of weeks and then I started cussing, but you know, I, I'm trying to get it back together, trying to, you know, you have a weak moment, but I'm not willing to put myself out there to deal with anything that even resemble what I've be- dealt with before. Anything, like, what? You had how many drinks? Okay, I see you had one glass. Two, three, four gallon. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, partner. I'm gonna get up and go right now because uh, that look like an alcohol trait right there. You know, you got alcoholism, something going on. And they may not be, but I'm seeing you scarfing down the liquor like that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta pay attention to the red flags. Now, let's say if y'all go out to drink and y'all drinking then and it's sociable then 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 i'm okay with that i I don't see an issue but if it's like 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 i said like a pattern like maybe they didn't go out to drink with you but they come home drunk or they smell like liquor or they just got home from work and they already smell like beer or they come home with a six-pack you know depending on you know what it is you know then then you you see that pattern you're like okay this person hasn't changed i mean yeah we went drinking and they drunk a little bit more than often you know than i would really like but we were enjoying ourselves everything was normal after that mm-hmm. you know you, there's no red flags then you know but then the, the the drinking picks up you know here and there but i would say if it's if, if it is a date and y'all drinking and the red flags start to like pop up like he starts talking a certain way you know verbally and and, and slurring and then you're like okay this motherfucker didn't been he's been drinking way before we even got here because i mean i know before i go out i'll i'll have one or two drinks but when when i drink i don't drink like that i don't drink to get drunk i drink to to be social and hang out and you know but you have the angry drunks you have the abusive drunks you have the drunks that can't even stay awake or the drunks that just drink to you know to pass out you have to know the warnings and the red flags because i think 
this year that's what you gotta look for all the red mm -hmm. flags in, in in the people mm -hmm. if you see yeah. a flag and it's the first date then maybe it's over yeah i just i i know it's like some things and i don't like anybody to try to push me into so you got a couple of people that try to talk to me and they trying to push me into oh well i'm gonna take you here no i don't want to go there you know what i'm saying i understand let's do something so simple let's do something kitty you know what i'm saying i don't want to go i don't have to tell you that that's my trauma i'm dealing with because that's something i have to get over so i don't want to go to a bar and sit up and drink let's, let's let's go to a movie let's go do something else go out you know go out to eat why we have to go sit up at a, at a, a bar and just drink i mean come on now it's like let's do let's figure something else out so if you can deviate from that to me you feel like you you whatever you've been through i don't know just yet but to me that's a, you know that's one step because i feel like bar scene is not me but i can go just to have a good time watch a game or something to get away that's not a problem but i'm not trying to on a first date or, or first outing i don't think i want to do it now it's okay you pass me with it come to, come back with something else yeah so, i mean I say in your case, you you want to do like the, the lovey dovey type stuff, you know, go to the movies, <laughs> go have dinner, you know, go to a park, mm -hmm. you know, and, and and just feel feel the person out, you know, mm -hmm. get them at church, you know, maybe see them at church or something, you know. It, I think every person, in every place, has a certain situation, a certain outcome. So, I would say, you know. You're not going to take a drunkard or someone, you know, that drinks mm -hmm. are, you know, you, you, you want to go and, and go to a neutral location that mm -hmm. y'all can hang out, you know, go have dinner at a restaurant or something. You know, if you have a drink, then you have a drink, you know, now mm -hmm. they're throwing back the drinks and y'all just having dinner, then that's another problem. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the biggest red flag there. Um, yeah, I'm 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 good right now because it's be like yeah I want to go, eh, I don't want to go because I'm not feeling that type of scene right now. You know what I'm saying? It just and some guys so aggressive. I'm like, dude, do I have to just block you or not even respond back to you because I don't don't try to make me because somebody else that's what they like to do. That's them. I'm not that person. I'm not a person to be out all night. I'm not a person. I can go to a movie. I can do this. I can buy flowers for myself and do this for myself. Sure. I probably can even, you know, take care of myself sexually. But <laughs> you find it to that song, Miley Cyrus. I can buy myself flowers. Stop it! No, I had not. I have not listened to it. I'm gonna do it tonight. I promise I'm gonna do it because you you so persistent on me listening to this song, but. Anyway, I'm, you know, I'm just out. That's some time. I'm going to look for it real quick. Oh, my God. He's going to look for it. But no, I'm just like, I don't I don't have time for that. Then I watched this movie on Tubi, right? It's just the first part because I can't watch certain things on Tubi because it, it makes me lose interest very easily if it doesn't catch me. But what good part about it, oh, it was called, oh, my God, The Deal or something like that. And, uh, this girl, she had been friends with this one girl for the longest time, like sisters almost, and then she had another friend. 
But the one that was like a sister to her so much, you tell her, this man controlling, he this and then this. You need to leave him while you stay with him. And she's like, oh, in the African culture, this is what we do. We stay with our husbands, you know, no matter what, right? So she had one guy, beginning of, she had one guy who liked her very much. Another guy who was kind of strong pursuing her. But the guy that really liked her stayed around. And she never knew that that was the man for her. And But she skipped both of them. And we got this abusive hurt.